The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to an engaging hour with a variety of angels as our guests. Welcome to Angel Healing Party with your host, Andrea Keller. Andrea is your angel intuitive, here to help you find out more about your life just by asking the angels whatever is on your mind, or more importantly, on your heart. Now, here is your guide, Andrea Keller. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's show. I'm really looking forward to today's show as I feel there will be a potential for a lot of healing again today. We have Radley Valentine that's going to be a guest on our show here in a little bit. And today's topic is all around, hmm, this is actually a really interesting, (laughs) it's been a very interesting week. So I'm going to just explain first on how come I'm even talking about mental mental illness in general, depression, um, overcoming blockages or negativity in our life that are preventing us from moving forward in our life purpose. All of those types of things we're going to be talking about today. But the interesting thing is, is that two weeks ago, I listened intuitively as to what I was going to talk about today. And I really felt it was on my heart to come and approach the idea of overcoming and coming out of the darkness. Like So the idea of overcoming depression, And the idea of just bringing hope to people around mental health and mental illness in general, because I myself have walked that path. So what happened, though, as you, I'm sure, all know, is that just recently Robin Williams has committed suicide. So the timing of this show is spot on. So that really affirmed to me that I needed to just speak my truth and speak my message this week as I had been guided to two weeks ago. So the message that I have that's on my heart around mental illness is really one of empathy. And I'm hoping that by just explaining a little bit of my story and where I've come from and the people around me have come from, that I can bring hope to people out there that are going through depression or have or maybe are still contemplating suicide. So I don't want to at all imply that I'm a psychotherapist. Um, Contemplating suicide and mental health is a disease and it is very serious. It's just like cancer and I think that it's unfortunate how there's such a, what's the word? just a negative connotation around mental health. So I think where I'd like to start is just by titling this show, Coming Out of the Darkness, it's the idea to just bring forward how serious mental health is to people and to encourage people to come forward themselves in their own lives if there's 
some heavy burdens on your heart, if you're feeling suicidal, if you're feeling depressed, to be able to find somebody that you will be able to come forward to and just express and just talk. Because at the end of the day, that's just what needs to happen. We need to first and foremost get that out of our system and, and release it. So I'm just going to explain here um, a little bit about my own story. So um, I've been, myself, I've been on both sides. I've been on the side of seeing somebody close to me that I love, go through mental illness, fight through bipolar, and contemplate suicide. And I've also been on the other side of the coin where I myself have been in that dark place, as I'm sure a lot of us have, and contemplated suicide myself. So I just want to say that I understand both sides of the story here, and I understand how challenging it is. And I also understand that when something like this hits the news, like Robin Williams committing suicide, I understand as well how hearing that again stirs up everything within ourselves, and that it's such a sensitive, sensitive topic to so many of us. Because what happens is when we hear this, it opens up our own wounds. And something like mental health is something that, you know, especially if you overcome or if you're working through it, it leaves such deep scars. We heal, some of us, um, but then, you know, we move through our lives and we are stronger for it. But it doesn't take that pain away. It's crazy how just something like hearing that in the news or media of somebody else will trigger us and pull all of that forward again within ourselves. So... I guess what I'm saying is when this stuff comes up and surfaces, I'm just really hoping that you will all be able to talk about it. And my prayer for the world is that this won't even be a stigma anymore, that we'll just be able to openly talk about mental health. So um, I just want to explain, too, that we're going to kind of, there's I, just because there's been some controversy, I guess, that's come out since I've said that I was going to talk about this show. And so I just kind of want to separate. I know and I understand that there's clinical depression and there's clinical mental illness. And in those cases, I encourage people to go and seek help and, again, to talk. But then there's also the other side where there's people who are just stuck in this pattern of negative thinking and they're wanting to overcome blockages in their lives. And it's to those people in that target market that we're going to be addressing today to give tools and tips as to how to overcome negative thinking and that spiral that it can just lead us deeper and deeper and deeper. So I just wanted to separate the two here. So um, we're going to bring Radley on the show and he's going to be offering us some tips as to how to overcome this. But from the point of my own story and overcoming depression and thoughts of suicide. For me, I just want to say that it was an experience where I had to go really deep. I had to work really, really hard to overcome it. And at the root of it can be sometimes trauma for people that we're not even aware of subconsciously. So for me, the way I overcame it personally was I had experienced the trauma when I was younger and that uh, kind of twisted everything and warped my world and I believed that I was not worthy of love, that I was not good enough, 
that I didn't even deserve to live. And so then I went on living my life, believing this pattern, and I'd create this type of negativity in my life to mirror what I was already believing. And then that just brought me down lower and lower and lower, where I got to that point of just hitting that bottomless pit and feeling exactly how I believed I deserved to feel, which was just like I didn't matter to anybody. And what happened in that low point, and what I would encourage to do in that low point, is to call on God and the angels, because they are there the entire time. Yes, I really strongly, I, I really encourage to go and take the, to talk to somebody as well professionally, and I knew I could either continue to go down this path of feeling depressed and hating my life and feeling worthless, or I could choose to fight. I could choose to fight to stay here and to see why did I come here in the first place. There's got to be a purpose for me. What is it? I was curious enough to figure out and find out and to trust ultimately that there is a reason why I'm here. And so by the grace of God, I was able to see the other side. I saw this different perspective And by all the signs that they gave me, people had called me that evening saying just exactly what I needed to say or what they, what I needed them to say to me. I'd gone to Tim Hortons and I'd gotten a coffee and the person in front of me had paid for me. So by the time I got there, I didn't have to pay anything. And I just broke down in tears because I saw how kind people are here. And I also saw that as the angels paying for my coffee saying that, I am cared for and I am loved. So all of that together, it just really helped me at that moment um, to choose life ultimately. So yeah, so that's my story. And now I am able to talk to other people who are going through similar journeys and I have no judgment at all towards those who need to leave this world because they just can't handle it. That is their choice, and that is fair enough. That is their choice. So, um, yeah, I hope that that sheds some light. And I just want to right now pray for everybody out there that might be feeling the heaviness on their hearts, whether it's someone close to them that has committed suicide and Robin Williams' death has triggered some emotion in them. Or if you know somebody that has committed suicide or you're contemplating it yourself, um, whatever it is, I'm just going to just call on all of the angels right now. And I ask that specifically Archangel Raphael, who's the guardian or Archangel of Healing, would come in. And I ask that your guardian angels would come in. And if you are ready, I'm just going to ask that you envision taking that cloud over your heart of heaviness or wherever it might be laying on your body, and just ask the angels to give you some release right now, releasing as much of it as you want to them, and just ask them right now to increase your faith. Ask them to bring more joy into your life, and perhaps you're wanting to shift your perspective, and so I invite you to ask them for that as well. We all do have free will, so the angels cannot intervene unless we ask them and invite them in. So whatever is pressing on your heart right now, I just invite you to release them to the angels 
knowing that those angels are right beside you right now and always. And I just send all of you much love and blessings and healing in this area. So now we're going to just switch a little bit and we're going to bring Radley on after the commercial break. And we're going to talk about how we can overcome obstacles and that negative pattern that sometimes we create in our lives. So he's going to share with us some tools around this when we come back after the commercial break. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Are you looking to advance spiritually? Listen each week for Spiritual Enlightenment, Advancing One's Wisdom. Your host, Medium Maureen Allen, will cover an array of spiritual topics aimed to help you advance your soul's desired growth. Each week, areas of spirituality will be discussed and explored ranging from strange, paranormal experiences to heaven, spirit guides, and angels. To learn more about the other dimensions and how to better assist your path of evolution, tune into Spiritual Enlightenment, Advancing One's Wisdom, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Angel Healing Party with Andrea Keller. To reach the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to andkeh at outlook.com. Now back to Angel Healing Party. We're back to the Angel Healing Party, and we have Radley Valentine on the line here with us. He's returning to the show, and I'm so grateful that he's here today. He has such words of wisdom, and he presents it in such a light and fun way. So I'm so grateful for that balance of energy now, because we're going to switch gears and go into something lighter and refreshing. So Radley is an internationally known speaker and author spiritual intuitive, and he's also a radio host on Hay House Radio. He's well known as a co-author of the Angel Tarot Card deck with Doreen Virtue, and he is also well known for his first book, The Big Book of Tarot, and he has much more work out there as well that's available. So welcome to the show, Radley. Hey, Andrea. How you doing, honey? Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Well, I just want to commend you for being so brave and sharing your story for others who are troubled and others who are feeling challenged and, and um, by difficult times. So bravo for you, girl. You go. So we're going to be talking about offering tools to people out there who are stuck in their negative way of thinking or negative way of being. And I was just wondering what advice you would have for those people, if there's any tools that you would like to recommend that they try using. 
Sure. So first of all, Andrea, I just kind of want to let you and your producer know that you're cutting in and out on me, so oh. I'm only hearing part of what you're saying. So. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, well, yeah, so, let's try to fix that then in the commercial break. Is that better at all? Um, well, now I hear you, but it's um, but you do go away for like clips of time. So if if I'm not responding to you, it's because I don't know you asked me something. So okay, just, just to give you that heads up. So okay. what was the question again? So some of the tools that you might have for people out there who are in a real down, downward yes. spiral at the moment, <clears throat> feeling quite negative in their lives. Yeah. Is there anything? No. Yeah. I think that I think that one of the the things that that I like to tell people is to, to is to try to grab hold of what is it that you believe because part of I think trying to reverse a time in our life where what we're really only seeing is the negative in our lives is trying to live what we believe and so as metaphysical people spiritual people I think that most of us would agree that we believe that the universe loves us that that you know that we don't um, uh, live under um, uh, a brutal or horrible God or universe, and and that if if we were talking to a friend or we were sitting in a, a Hay House seminar or we were sitting in any of those places, then we would be absolutely gung ho and on board with the concept that no, I'm loved and the universe is love and and that there are. And that, you know, I'm meant to have a wonderful life. So if that's what we believe, if that's what we profess to believe, if those are the words that Mm -hmm. we're going to use to explain life to other people, then we have to embrace that ourselves. We have to live that life. We have to believe in that kind of life. And... I I just just this um, just today I was um, um, on uh, the Facebook page of a, of a dear friend of mine. Her name is, and you, I'm sure you've heard of her. Her name is Nancy Levin, and mm-hmm. um, she she just came out with this amazing amazing book called uh, Jump and Your Life Will Appear. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that she wrote was that as she looks back on her life, she realizes that every time she thought she was being rejected from something good, she was actually being redirected to something better. And Mm. and I have to tell you, of all the things I've read lately that I wish I had said, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's it. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. That's it. Because I do believe that with all of my heart. And mm-hmm. I, I do, I think that what happens, I was just actually talking to my eldest brother yesterday about this very thing, is that I believe that when life starts to feel uncomfortable to us, when we start to feel down, when we start to feel as though the world isn't going the way in which we want it to go, the reason is because the universe is trying to reorient us. It's trying to spin us around and get us to understand that we're not headed in the right direction. If we were headed in the right direction, we would be experiencing joy. We would be experiencing happiness. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say that, it makes me want to reiterate what you've already said so very clearly, that we're not talking about clinical depression here. We're not talking about people who are feeling ch- mm-hmm. uh, challenged by suicidal thoughts. We're talking about, because those people should be, you know, 
urged and and loved into seeking out professional assistance in whatever way feels appropriate and, and right for them in order to make themselves feel comfortable. But we're talking today about people who are just not feeling good in their lives. And this is not a clinical thing. It's just a situation right. where, wow, I don't like how my life feels. And mm-hmm. My brother, for example, is going to kill me if he's listening. But you know, it's like he's in a you know he's an attorney, and he's mm-hmm. in this place where he's at the point where if he if he has to litigate one more case, I think he's going to just completely come apart. Right. Right. Well, well yeah. what does that mean? That means don't be a lawyer anymore. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And so we had this long conversation yesterday over dinner about, you know, it's like, okay, let's let's reorient the way we're thinking about this. Okay, the universe has given you what I like to call a life experience moment from my right. Angel Tarot cards deck, the life experience card. He's having this moment of like, okay, I can't take it anymore. Well, yay, you can't take it anymore. So now you've had a defining moment. Mm -hmm. Now you Mm -hmm. can start to go, okay, I can't take it anymore. So that means I have nothing to lose except to make a new choice. Right, right. That's so perfect, too. I was actually just talking with a friend of mine yesterday as well, and we were talking about how, you know, when you hit that rock-bottom place, it's almost like this idea of, like, the tower card in Tarot, where it's like you're, you're just, it's like you're shedding of a, it's a shedding with skin, really. It's like you're mm-hmm. letting go of a part of your life that no longer serves you, and then you're able to step into something new and exciting. So it's like at that moment, sometimes you're just like you faced all of the dark things, all all the negative ways of thinking, maybe behaviors or old stories. And it's like you've faced them and it's that labor period right there, you know, between just letting go and then coming into something new. I mean, the the antidote to a downward spiral is to stop it and to start the spiral upward. Mm-hmm. That that antidote comes by seeing things in a different way. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm such a tarot nerd that I can't help it. In my mind, I talk and I see tarot cards. And so now I'm seeing awakening, <laughs> you know. Nice, yeah. Tarot cards. Mm-hmm. Now I'm seeing that whole hanged man energy of, you know, it's like if looking at the world one way isn't working, look at it a different way. I had a lovely, lovely woman on my radio show today who called in and she wants to get pregnant and she's so worried because she feels that she's OCD and and that she's just obsessing over this whole point. And, you know, I I couldn't help it. It's like we did the reading for her about the kid and, yeah, there's a kid coming in, hooray, but but the main Mm -hmm. thing I wanted her to see, see was like, okay, let's just stop and think for a moment. Why do you have this OCD and why is it bad? Why do we have to see it that way? Why can't we just turn this thing around and go, okay, you're going to be the best mom on the planet because you're going to think of everything and see every detail and and be so certain of this child's care. Can't we look at it that way? Can't we turn this around and go, why did a loving universe give you this gift? Attention mm-hmm. to detail that, right. that, that, that just completely is outside the rest of our realms of reality. So it, mm-hmm. that's a gift. That's something not, not most people do not have. And so can't we look at it as a gift? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, so 
to me, it's like when we're in this aspect of things not going right in our lives, we have to stop and look at things a different way. Right, and, yeah. And I think if we look at it that different way, that, that considers that we, have, that we are in a loving, benevolent universe that wants us to live a life of joy and happiness and love and fulfillment, that it's, mm-hmm. that, that's its purpose, that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. And if we believe that and we grasp that, we can turn that spiral around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So you're, would you say then it's just a matter of catching the thoughts, catching the pattern, and then looking at it, pulling out the negative way of approaching it, and then switching it and turning it into something good? Or is there a different specific tool that you would use in those situations, like a little activity people could use? Well, I mean, first of all, I think that it's really helpful to have a friend who you can turn mm-hmm. to to help you stay on track if you're trying to change the way that you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I've been doing this for a long time, trying to look at my life this way. And, right. and But to be honest with you, um, what do I want to call it? Not plateau, but my my... Get my busting forth in this belief system that, you know, that everything that happens to me happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. It happens for a reason that is for my greater good and for my joy. It's like, you know, Andrea, my mom died last year. Oh, man. I'm sorry. And, yeah. And it's like she was the only parent I ever had because my dad died a long time ago. And, you mm-hmm. know which is not something I talk about, but I am a child of suicide. My dad, mm. you know, that's how he passed away. And my mom mm. was the only, the only parent I had. Wow. And, and even though I miss her terribly, and going through her loss was this horrible, awful thing that happened to me and to my siblings, it's mm. still a situation where I can still look at that and go, God, didn't I learn from that? Wasn't there, I mean, there was a blessing buried Mm. in that about Mm -hmm. how precious life is. Mm -hmm. My sister and I are closer than we have ever been Mm. because we went through this situation. So I can either sit and go and, and focus on the fact that my mom's not here anymore, and I do miss her, and I do think about it, or I can focus hmm. on the fact that Rhonda and I are as thick as thieves now. Oh, it's beautiful. And, and so it's, a, it's just a matter of sticking with that belief of going, there has to be a reason. Mm-hmm. And it has to be a reason that is about me finding happiness. It has to be a reason about me finding joy. So you would say then, you know how people say happiness is a choice. You would stand behind that then. <laughs> I think happiness is a, is. I think happiness is a choice, and happiness is a. I mean, I would almost say happiness is a destination. Yeah. You know. I, and, I completely and, agree. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, I know there are people who are struggling with chemical situations right. that make happiness elusive. Mm-hmm. And so I can't speak to them because I'm not a psychotherapist and I understand that their situation is different. However, mm-hmm. 
I do think that for the majority of us, mm-hmm. we, can, we can either choose a belief in ourselves. We can either choose you know, a confidence that we're supposed to be happy and to take those steps. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, like, it's really hard, Andrea. It's like this society is not oriented that way. No, it isn't. Yeah. It's like the, even the theory or philosophy around no pain, no gain, right? Ugh, it's something like that. that. <laughs> or that you have to work hard for your, to make a living. Or, you know, people work nine to five jobs and they dread going to work each day, but they're like, yeah, but that's just life, right? And it's right, unfortunate exactly. because know, there is know, so much yeah, more know, beyond that. It's, we're just, this society is just so... Wrong. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why you're here to bring guidance and light. Oh, you're sweet. I don't. I don't. Yes. I don't know about that. But but oh, what you're doing I, it. what I do know is that you know I love my life. There's mm-hmm. lots of really horrible, ugly, awful things that happen to me, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't change my life. For one minute, because I don't want to not be where I'm standing right this minute, or miss what's coming next. You know, I, I, a big, wonderful adventure is forming for me in 2015. That's going to be completely different, and and mm. I can sit around and be scared. <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> or I can embrace it. It's like I was telling my brother Mark yesterday. It's like, <clears throat> excuse me. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, we can sit around and be scared to death about what does an attorney do who doesn't want to be an attorney anymore, or we can embrace the adventure. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so perfect. Mm-hmm. So you need a, you know, A, like, you, you know, as you were asking, you need a friend like that, someone who will talk to you that way, someone who will keep you grounded and keep you reminded mm-hmm. that, that the universe loves you. Right. Yep. You know, Mark is not particularly metaphysical, but he does believe that, that life is love. I mean, he, I mean, it's a basic premise that almost everybody can get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And um, so for tools then, that would be the idea then to just find a friend that you can talk to. And another thing too that I find, and sometimes people have heard the idea of writing down each day something that they're grateful for. I find a lot of times in our lives, it's law of attraction. So if we get already into that mind frame of being grateful for things in our lives or looking for the excitement or looking for the adventure, then it's like you'll just attract more and more of that into your life because you're stepping up onto that higher disc, as Abraham Hicks would say. Absolutely but, agree. Gratitude yeah. is a powerful manifester. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Powerful manifester for our joy, for our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, vision boards. I mean... Are, are fabulous for, but but almost not even a vision board of the fo- of the future that you're trying to create. A vision board of now, right? Oh, that's great. Yeah, a vision board of now of the pictures yeah. of all the things you're that you're grateful for. Your kids, your dog, your beloved. You mm-hmm. know the the home that's the roof over your head. You know the things that you know you're really grateful for in the now. Mm-hmm. That you can hang, that you can place on the wall, um, mm-hmm. and you know, also statements. 
you know, mm-hmm. things that you believe. It's like, I am meant to be in joy. I mean, right. put it on your wall. Put it on your mirror. But mm-hmm. what we're just trying to do is to reverse the cycle of focusing on that which we do not have and instead focusing on that which we do have. And therefore, mm-hmm. we're, we're building our confidence is what we're doing, is we're mm. creating a situation so that we can feel confident that we are deserving. Right, right. You just nailed it with that. Hey, like I think that's so deeply ingrained in a lot of people who pull in or draw negative situations to themselves because there's an underlying root of not deserving good things in life or not being worthy of goodness in their life or of happiness or love or whatever it might be. So what would you say to those people who, um, like, how would you, what's your approach in that situation in regards to getting into those deeper belief systems and healing those? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's real, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't mind admitting that there was not a, not, not a few years of therapy that went into that. Um. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like an um, ongoing, seriously, it just seems like something you face. Like, yeah, I don't know if it'll ever go away, really, but... Yeah, um, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, we're always growing, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. you know, we we never ever get to the end. It isn't possible to get to the end. All we do is we just keep growing, and then when we leave this life, we come back again. In my personal belief system, and we give it another go. But um, I I think that. Um, like I said, that one of the things that you have to, that you can do is try to show yourself what you have, and therefore, so that you can start to show yourself that you are deserving of what you have, and therefore, try to help you to believe that you are deserving of what you are going to get. But you know, it's like I, I, you, I really, honestly, don't know how quite to answer your question, Andrea, because for me, it was such a step-by-step process. Yes, and it really. Yeah. It really was a step-by-step process, and and if I was going to tell people something, I just want to really, really tell them to please, please, please be yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, it's all these years that I was trying to be what I thought everybody wanted me to be, mm-hmm. and life was not what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And. And, you know, it's like I grew up gay in Knoxville, Tennessee, half Cherokee, you know, <laughs> loving Tarot and Angel. I mean, it's like I couldn't have gotten, become, I couldn't have been more weird yeah. for my environment <laughs> if I had tried. Yeah. <laughs> and And now here I am certain number of years that I don't really want to even admit later. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the thing that people love the most about me is when I get on stage to speak and I am the southern gay, half Cherokee, recovering certified public accountant, <laughs> Tarot nerd. I That's love what it. people love. It's like waving your freak flag, right? That's what they tell us to do. I love that. That's great. Yeah, it's like, 
people love it when you are who you are and yeah. who you were meant to be because when you do that, we are all complete. Mm-hmm. That is We're so well cool. said. So well said. <clears throat> so we need to go to commercial break, but okay, yeah, yeah, to <clears throat> And, yeah, our connection is quite, I don't know, hopefully the listeners are hearing this all right, but I know for me listening to you, there's quite a bit of a cutout, too. So hopefully we can fix that over the commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to have some callers. We've got several here waiting on the line, so we'll do some reading and, or some readings and answer their questions. And the number to call in is one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five, and we have Radley Valentine on the line here with us. He's our guest today, and you're listening to the Angel Healing Party on Voice America. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Have you considered yoga to promote balance in your life? Join host and senior Bikram yoga instructor Jim Callick for Yoga is Life Radio. On this show, we will show you that yoga is for anyone and everyone. Just as air, water, and life is for everyone, so is yoga for everyone. Yoga is totality, equilibrium, union, balance. Yoga is life. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. There are no limits to what you can do. Start a new direction in your life today. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You're listening to Angel Healing Party with Andrea Keller. To reach the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to andkeh at outlook.com. Now back to Angel Healing Party. Welcome back to the show, and we have Radley Valentine today as our guest, and we were just talking about different ways and techniques we can use to live really the best life that we all deserve to live, and to live in a place of joy, and to wake up every day feeling inspired and looking forward to our life. <laughs> so some of the things I just want to recap on that Radley was saying that I think is a, are great ideas. One is to create a vision board of the now. And another idea that he's talking about is to be yourself and to really get in touch with who you are because that is our essence and that is who we are. And we are we all have different unique gifts. And each of those unique gifts are going to help us live out our life purpose. So to and when you come into that place, there's so much freedom. You don't have to hide aspects of who you are anymore. And that will raise your vibration. Your heart will just open because you'll be living from that space of truth. Is there anything else you want to add, Radley? 
No, I, let's let's talk to people. Let's help let's people. Talk. Okay, so we have Adrian on the line, and she's calling in from New Jersey. So we'll go to the phone lines now. Hello. Hi, Adrian. Thanks for phoning in. Well, thanks for taking my call. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, do you have a question for us today? Yes, and you know, it was just this is just so meant to be because I was just about to call it a night, and I was just closing down my computer, and I was on Facebook, and the show flashed in front of me. Oh wow, that's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I said, hmm, let me check this out. Radley's on, and let me look. And I found the number. I called, and I got on. <laughs> oh, how beautiful. I love it when that happens. So do I. So it, I'm meant to be here right now. Oh, so good. So, yeah, I'm so curious. I wanted what to share you that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, and everything you talked about really resonated with me because I feel like right now I'm – in a place of stuckness, kind of going through a little bit of transformation and feeling like I've lost what my real purpose is. Mm. Um, even though, you know, I have lots of things, good things going on in my life, it's just I'm feeling just like I'm not sure what I'm meant to be doing anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm just looking for some insight. Some guidance around your direction yeah. in life right now. Yes. Okay, sure. So we'll pull some cards around that. Did you want to go first there, Radley? Do you have? Sure. So I'm sorry, there was a cutout again. What, what, is oh. the, what is the question again, Andrea? So looking for some guidance. This Adrian is wanting some guidance in regards to her um, we're cutting out again. So I'm just going to go that the angels must just want me to just give Andrea guidance on whatever the angels want her to have <laughs> since I can't quite get the question out. So, Well, my name is Adrian, and then it's Andrea. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so you're, I'm sorry, what's your name again? My name is Adrian. Adrian. Okay. All right. Yes. So... Okay, so here's the scoop, Adrian. So we have three cards. Are you familiar with Angel Tarot cards at all? Yes, I am. I have the deck. I have your book. Yay! Okay, awesome. So mm-hmm. your cards are Strength, mm-hmm. Ten of Earth, and Six of Air. Ten of Earth and Six of Air. I always have to think about as having been where we've... It's, it's a card of inner strength. And so for me, it usually indicates that someone's been through something. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's been a troubled time. It's been a little bit difficult. We've kind of had to, like, persevere because we were strong enough to persevere because we were able to do it. It's also a card of forgiveness and compassion where we're in this place where by forgiving ourselves and others, that's where we can start to grow. Mm-hmm. Ten of Earth is a much happier card, though, and that's good because that's where we are right now. And where my eyes are being drawn is this, are the words, finding the magic in life. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like that's where you need to be right now is trying to find the magic in life. I, I, when I put this card together, I had uh, fireflies. Are you familiar? Uh, it's a southern thing. Do you know what fireflies or lightning bugs? Do you know yes, what those are? Yes, we have them here. 
Okay, mm-hmm. excellent. All right, well, then I'm jealous because we don't have them where I am now. And I well, every them. summer they come out like around like uh, the twilight time. Is that not like the most magical thing that ever yes, happened on the is. planet? Yes, it is. Amazing. I know it's amazing, and yeah. it's like it's that. It's like finding that in daily life. Mm-hmm. Where is that in your life? What where what little pieces of the puzzle for you are magical in your life that you yeah. can grab hold of on a daily basis? Yeah, there's a lot of magical in my life, and you know, I it's just interesting. You know, hearing your discussion earlier about the gratefulness, you know, daily, just remembering that because it's just so powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, and the beautiful part about it is your last card is six of air. Mm-hmm. Six of air is where we come out of the troubled times. Mm-hmm. You know, and in fact, on, on this card, we named the boat that the unicorn rides in Novus, which is mm-hmm. Latin for new. New, mm-hmm. new okay. moment in our life. Mm-hmm. It's also a time where we might be going to take a trip. Are you thinking about going somewhere? Well, next month, um, yes, uh, we're going on a trip in, in, in about a month from now. Well, expect it to be wonderful. Expect it to be magical. Okay. <laughs> there is a lot of magical in it, too. <laughs> Yay! Good. What do, you, what do you have, Andrea? Yeah, so it's funny because in the center I have the magician. Okay, (laughs) magic. (laughs) So there you go, yeah. It's funny, I'm actually completely in sync because I got the same card at the beginning too. It's a solutions card. I'm using the Archangel Power Tarot deck as well by both. Okay. Yeah, um, by Radley and Doreen. So... um, what I've noticed, so the first card, it's, yeah, it is also around that idea of forgiving and healing energy and also an element of pain. Anyways, there's a, a rainbow that he's balancing between his hands. And then in the final deck, I, or the final card I pulled, it's a star card, which is the dream come true card mm. and the end of a difficult situation. So the interesting thing that I'm noticing in all three cards, every single card, this person's doing something with their hands and there's also water involved. So there's like this balance happening, this balancing act, like in each situation, there's some movement happening between the hands and with the hands. So I'm not sure, are you, do you do any type of um, energy work with involving the hands at all? Um, I'm not right now. I have in the past. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I have several different healing modalities I've done, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I am a yoga teacher, and I've been doing um, life lifestyle coaching, mm-hmm. and I do have healing modalities that I've done in the past. So I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe it's something to be looked at again. Well, it feels like because I saw all the water to me that represents intuition and usually represents being connected with source and doing some kind of um, work around using your intuition. Yeah, I mean, that has been something I've been curious about, wondering if I need to delve more. I mean, I I did take um, one of the angel courses with Doreen and Mm -hmm. Bradley by phone, you know, the virtual one. And, Mm. um, you know, I've been looking more into a lot of those different things um, to expand on using my intuitive abilities. I mean, I've, Mm -hmm. you know, my whole life I've been, 
a seeker of it, the metaphysical world and what have you. Yeah, I really, I completely agree with what Radley was saying with this whole magic idea coming in. And with the magician too, it feels this idea that um, you can kind of create something maybe new and unique and fresh that's going to be, like for you to look a little bit new, but to Mm -hmm. just combine all of those skills that you already have to create something fresh and magical and exciting. And like mm-hmm. Radley was saying on this trip, something might come and transpire for you that you might kind of get this aha moment. But the right. thing is, too, I do feel the patience idea because I'm also seeing there's a line of stars which tells me divine timing. So everything is happening where you need to be. Yeah, it's, um, we lost some of your, what you were saying, <laughs> you cut out a little bit there. Sorry, did you catch the divine timing element? That piece I caught, patience and divine timing, and then you cut out. So I'm not sure what you said after that. But I got the gist of it. Timing. And yeah. um, and then, yeah, just as Radley was saying, that something magical is coming in, something fresh and exciting. And just to keep following your intuition, it will guide you into that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for calling. We should have time here for one more caller. And many blessings, Adrian, on your journey ahead, and have a wonderful trip. Great. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm so grateful to be on the call. Oh, yeah. Again, right? Confirmation of your divine timing. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to Carrie in Pittsburgh. Hello. Hi, Carrie. Thanks for calling in today. Hi, how are you doing? Good. You have a question for Radley and I? Yes, basically, uh, I have I have a business for four and a half years, and I have just come to a point that I love my shop, and I work full-time, and it just seems like every time I, I don't know what to do anymore. I hit, like... I have hit rock bottom, I got, I was listening beginning, and I just, you know, which way did I go? I don't know if this is my time now to, I've gone through a lot of trials and tribulations in the dark, and mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for my, my blessings to come, and I don't know, do I continue forward, do I, you know, close up, I mean, my heart's telling me all in the right direction, but I just... I'm so frustrated and about ready to give up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So are you feeling like you're at a crossroads? I feel like I'm at a crossroads. I feel like, you know, I've moved my location and just trying to, like, rebuild again. And this location just hasn't given me I thought it was going to give me. And the finances and just everything is just, I've had enough. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. So we'll pull some cards around that for you. Were you able to catch that, Radley? Only bits and pieces. Can you can you give me this, Andrea? Can sure. you tell me what the question is in a nutshell? 
Yeah, in a nutshell, we this woman is just at a breaking point and needing okay. some guidance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I could tell from the tone of her voice, even though I couldn't quite hear, that she feels like disempowered. And so yeah. that's making me grab Archangel Power Throw cards because that's, you know, yeah. our deck of empowerment. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to pull cards. Um, <clears throat> two and one. Yeah. So, you know, it's like the first card is Page of Michael. And, and I think she said something about a business or something that she mm. was working on. So it's like Page of Michael is an exciting new challenge, okay? But it's also an exciting new challenge where information can come to us that we don't like. So that makes me kind of think that the business isn't going the way she wants or something like that. Eight of REL is a card that asks us to get more information, to get to learn more about what we're doing, but also that taking pride in what we do is what's really, really critical. And then finally we have Queen of Michael mm-hmm. because and I love Queen of Michael because the Queen of Queen of Michael is a card where you get rid of anything that isn't working for you. And I mm-hmm. thought I heard her say something about that there were multiple things going on in her life that she didn't like. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, when we're unhappy, and especially on several fronts of our life, I think that's when the universe is trying to say, time for a new direction, time for something new, time to pick a new, to make a new choice, time to lead a new path. But mm-hmm. we can't do everything at once. So, you know, it's like, you know, we can't quit our jobs and divorce our husbands and move to Seattle all in the same week. And so what we have to do is we have to chip away at it. We have to pick something where we feel the most empowered to do something about our life and, and, and work on that thing where we feel the most empowered. So if, mm. what, if she feels the most empowered about her business, then make a choice about the business. If she feels most empowered about other aspects of her life, then make choices about those aspects of her life where she can make a change because it's a stepping stone. It's taking one step to go up because when we're sitting on the bottom floor feeling like there's nowhere but to go but down, we have to fight. We have to fight that sense or or feeling that I'm going to continue to go down by going up, Mm. even if it's Mm -hmm. only one step. And I don't know if that made any sense to what she was asking because I couldn't Mm -hmm. hear, but it's what I got, so it's what I'm giving. (laughs) That's beautiful. (laughs) That totally makes sense. Does that make sense? Is that resonating with you, Carrie? Yeah, and actually um, that's pretty much what, you know, I've been pretty much kind of deciding what I need to do and mm-hmm. the direction that I'm taking my shop is a direction that I think is going to have the best impact um, mm-hmm. and it's going to cause what was working what how I've had it before was not working so therefore mm-hmm. by me reorganizing and kind of focusing on like one thing that could basically change the direction I mean that's really I believe in that's what my destiny is is my mm-hmm. job and I believe mm-hmm. that that's because I have gifts and talents for it mm-hmm. um, I truly believe that and my full time job is something that I do basically to pay the bills right now mm-hmm. 
And I think that I'm going through some trials and tribulations to try to get myself organized to rethink, okay, what hasn't worked, what is working, where should you be so that I get lined up with what the universe wants me to be. And then Mm -hmm. I really feel that that's when the blessings, you know, then it's not going to be such a struggle, but I think everything's happening right now. I believe that Mm -hmm. it's because it's trying to get me, like, to think about, okay, you you got to, like, focus on one thing, and you pretty much have to, you know, decide that that's it, and then you go full force for it. You fight for it because if that's what you want, you know, that's what you, you know, go for. And then the same thing even, like, with, you know, my relationship, you know, there's there's been trials and tribulations, which every relationship goes through, and, you know, just kind of, like, setting boundaries to that point, which I've never done, you know, I'm just trying to get myself together and I believe that that's why you know I'm going through all this this struggle right now right yes yeah that's I think that's exactly it I think you just exactly answered your own question (laughs) and we have to we're actually finishing up our show here um, so I just want to thank you so much for calling in, Adrian, and just hold on the line, and then we're just going to tie this up here for you. But um, this is Voice America, and you've been listening to the Angel Healing Party, and I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in today. And next week we'll be back with the show all about soulmates and attracting love into your life. So I just want to wish all of you a blessed week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us this week for Angel Healing Party. Andrea Keller looks forward to being your guide on another journey to find out what messages your angels want you to know. Next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Add a touch of light to your day.